Welcome to the Engine Presents podcast. I'm Braith Russell, Head of Comms at Engine, and today I'm joined by Susie Bentley-Tanner, Strategy Director at Engine Transformation. As consumer expectations outstrip the ability to respond to them and we are faced with more data than we know what to do with, the marketing mix continues to fragment. As a result, many marketing departments are no longer fit for purpose. So what can brands do in order to adapt and thrive into the future? Susie. Hello, thank you for having me today. What we are finding from CMOs is that they have teams who are siloed and who work in silos and they have trouble working harmoniously with one another, with their internal clients and with their partner agencies. They're often seen as order takers rather than being strategic thought leaders and they also are not really working in a particularly agile way. They tend to have quite heavy-handed processes and need help in being not only more effective, but also more efficient as well. And would you say that that's the greatest kind of challenge that they're facing at the moment? Or would you say it's more in the technology sector that they are looking at things? Well, in addition, technology can support that agility. So what we find is that the project management and their campaign management and the visibility of work, particularly with things like sign-off processes, are not handled particularly well. So technology can support them in terms of helping with campaign management, helping to make that entire end-to-end marketing process, campaign process, move a lot more efficiently across the organization. Susie, obviously marketing transformation does what it says on the tin, but you know, from our perspective, how exactly do we go about that? Well, we start by evaluating the organization against the qualities of an effective marketing function. And that framework or the, the qualities of an, of an effective marketing function include a clear vision and strategy, strong capabilities and competencies, an operating model that's fit for future and a positive and empowered culture. So the first thing that we do is to evaluate the organization on the maturity across those four qualities. And then depending on what we discover, our work could include implementing or redesigning processes, restructuring the teams, creating new ways of working and also create and make sure that there's very clear roles and responsibilities across the organization. If you're looking at an end-to-end marketing process, making it very clear about who's responsible to deliver against each stage in that process. We will also sometimes look at the agency landscape and understand the relationships and what's working well and what's working not so well and provide recommendations on how to improve those relationships. And we also look at how technology could potentially support and make those processes more efficient. So what would you say are kind of, you know, your three tips that you'd give to a marketeer or an organisation embarking on a marketing transformation program? I'd say, first of all, that you may not end up where you thought you might, and that's okay. We're often asked to speculate about outcomes or answers, sometimes even before the project begins, but you know, there's no cookie-cutter approach to this. Um, so what we do, and it's obviously unique for each client, is to focus on addressing the root cause. 
rather than rushing to a solution. For example, a client recently suggested that they needed a new agency, but in fact, it was much more about streamlining the process, making sure that there were really clear roles and responsibilities between the agency and the client, and also building and upskilling account management skills in-house. So they didn't, in fact, need a new agency. They just needed to make those ways of working more effective between the agency and the client. I'd say another tip is to identify sponsors and champions across the business. For any change program, you need to have senior level sponsorship to make it successful. But where you find champions can sometimes be quite surprising. First of all, that they can be found at all levels of the business. And in fact, the biggest naysayers at first glance can become your best advocates. And the trick is really to disarm them, take those people who are negative and challenge them Mm -hmm. to get involved in the solution and make it what they want. And once they do get involved and they actually have a stake in the outcome, they often become really amazing advocates for the program overall. I'd also say that it's really important to do this outside of marketing as well and not just within the department. Again, a a recent project uh, for a, a franchise business we found out that other departments within the kind of central headquarters were um, bad-mouthing marketing to the franchisees. So it made it very difficult for marketing to operate effectively, and it really highlighted the need of marketing to create bridges and build those relationships within the central headquarters, as well as within the franchise teams as well. And I think finally, I'd just say that change takes time it really doesn't happen overnight and it ideally needs to be implemented in stages. It needs to be assessed regularly and you may not get it right the first time and it's okay to refine it over time. And there's been a lot of talk in the industry over the last couple of years about taking things in-house and the debate around whether whether you stick with an agency or you do that. What do you think is the strategy? I don't think there's any single answer to that. There are a lot of factors that would influence whether you would want to take some of the work in-house or not. Mm-hmm. It depends on the type of work, the sort of strategic marketing strategy, the thought leadership is often best kept within the agency. But if you're doing production work, that's the kind of thing that you could potentially in-house. Some of the factors that clients will need to consider when they're thinking about in-housing is where they're located. You can imagine if you've got an organization that doesn't have a ready pool of talent when it comes to marketing, production, design, then it may be more tricky for them to bring things in-house, which is why they may need an agency outside to support that for them. So what kind of trends are we seeing in the world of marketing transformation at the moment? I've seen a couple of interesting trends recently. The first is a shift away from traditional matrix structures. And I actually think it's surprising that it's taken so long to shift away from matrix structures. The issue is that it results in confusing and sometimes competing management. So for example, in a global marketing structure, a regional marketing director could report into his regional MD, but also report into a global CMO. And rather than serving two masters, 
there's now a trend to divvy up reporting line responsibility. So the regional MD could focus, for example, on day-to-day delivery against business objectives, while the global CMO could take a role to guide capability growth within marketing. Is that a move away from traditional structure, matrix structures because not it's not a one-size-fits-all case anymore? I think the move away from matrix structures is because it's confusing. If mm-hmm. you have a dotted line into two different people, then they could be giving you different advice that may not marry up. And that's, you know, having one manager is difficult yeah. enough. Additional workload. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Having two managers is is even worse. But if you if you're able to isolate what they are focusing on and then they can collaborate together when you're talking about things like promotion for example Mm -hmm. then it works and it makes that employee much 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 happier yeah and more engaged I imagine as well indeed and additionally and I suppose it's less of a trend and more of an insight uh, around the role of the CMO within the organization there's a real need to shift marketing from a support function, um, and this is particularly in traditional organizations, into a much more strategic department who's seen as owning the customer and driving customer centricity from within. And what's really required, this is much more of a personal thing, are the right relationships on the board. So first of all, obviously, to be at the table and to actually be invited to the board. And Mm -hmm. there are quite a lot of marketing directors and CMOs who aren't, maybe less CMOs, I suppose. But it's about building connections with the CEO. It's about building connections with the CDO and other people across the organization. And it's not surprising that CMOs who do this effectively have more success in raising the bar of marketing overall across the organization. So you'd say kind of as a rule of thumb that the organizations that are the most progressive and successful, those where the CMO sits in the boardroom. Yes. Um, So when we look at the most successful organisations today, what are the qualities that they kind of have in common? Um, Well, the qualities of an effective marketing organisation, it starts with a really clear strategy and vision for the team and a clear purpose. You also need to have really strong capabilities and competencies. So depending on the activities that that marketing function performs, you need to make sure you've got the right skills in place to support those. You need to have an operating model that's fit for purpose. And then what's really important as well is to have really positive and empowered culture. Speaking of culture, what kind of effect does this change uh, have on employees? It should have a really positive effect on employees in terms of culture. They should really work a lot more harmoniously with one another. One of our recent projects involved one of the big six energy suppliers and our work resulted in a really positive, measurable shift in employee engagement scores. And we hear a lot these days about you know, well-being and, um, and health in, in the workplace. Is there ever a conversation around the correlation of this change on that? You would hope, you would imagine that mm. happier employees people who are working more effectively with their colleagues, both within their marketing function and Mm -hmm. with their internal clients, going to have improved well-being as well. Mm -hmm. There's obviously a a very big link between being happy at work. Yeah, absolutely. And and well-being overall. So marketing transformation isn't an overnight process, obviously, but what are kind of the main benefits that stand out for organisation when they do undertake that kind of change? Some of the benefits include improved efficiency and effectiveness, which I think we've already talked about, higher quality output, 
from the team overall and as we've also already discussed, the more engaged colleagues and a, and a more positive culture. You also get a lot more clarity on the vision and position or positioning of marketing within the organization and improving their reputation across the organization. You get a lot more transparency around the effort and output that the team actually, and you get redesigned ways of working and processes, which obviously increases agility within the team. So do you see marketing transformation as the same as agile marketing um, or is this something that you, you see as vastly different? When people think of agile, they generally associate it with IT and technical teams. With our work, we consider or we say we look at agile with a small a and we see it really as a subset of fit for future marketing or marketing transformation. It's generally an objective of our work, but it focuses primarily on how people work with one another. And it generally forms the principles of how we want teams to engage with some key principles around multidisciplinary teams and, and greater collaboration and having light touch processes rather than really heavy handed ones. Are there any organisations that you kind of look to as, as having best in class marketing at the moment, particularly in this context? I think it's a lot easier to say who doesn't or who aren't best mm -hmm. in class. It's not always, but it's often traditional organizations in regulated industries. You're thinking of financial services, utilities, for example. These tend to be really big organizations. They've had a lot of acquisition over time. They've got a lot of legacy systems and you've got a lot of old structures to pick through. And that causes a legacy really in terms of how the the organization the marketing organization is working and they tend to need more support than for example those that could potentially be best in class the ones that have grown up in the digital age they're smaller they're more nimble and ultimately they've got less baggage. Yeah. Is that with. a question around culture as well? So, you know, those large legacy brands often have kind of a way of working in a culture that isn't necessarily encouraging or accepting of change at that pace. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they not called dinosaurs for a reason. <laughs> not to call any of our clients dinosaurs, of course, but these are big, unwieldy organisations. They're, even if they're just in one country, they're often global, they're very, very, very big ships to to turn around and there's a lot of entrenchment there. So yeah, it is much more difficult, um, a lot less nimble and much more difficult to change. And for those who are on that journey, you know, to marketing transformation and change as a whole for an organisation, what would you say is required to make that programme successful? I think there are three words that really make marketing transformation a success and that's consultation, collaboration and communication and that's at all levels of the organization you need to consult with people to understand what's going well and what's not going so well you need to make sure that as you're designing a new operating model you're being really collaborative about it and again not just with senior stakeholders but with lots of people who are going to be involved in the day-to-day -day. and it needs to be really effectively communicated uh, at every stage. 
of the process? I mean, there's obviously so many upsides to marketing transformation as a whole, but it, it is a lot of change for a company to go through. Having been somewhere previously where we went through an organisational change, I could understand how um, important comms is to a company. How important do you see communications for employees uh, throughout the process? It's vitally important. We don't impose, we never impose this work on an organization. Although we're generally working closely with senior colleagues, we are also working in close collaboration with the people who will be affected by whatever change we recommend and it's never imposed upon them. We work closely with comms teams within those organizations. So not only do we recommend the change that needs to happen, but we also help to embed that change. For example, we will identify change agents within the organization and work really closely with them so that they are helping to implement that change because it certainly can't come from outside. It can't come from above. We couldn't go in there and force this change on them. So we need to make sure that comms is involved and the the messaging that goes out is handled very carefully but we also put initiatives in place and identify change agents and work with them very closely to make sure that the change is embedded effectively and we can tweak it over time. And on that topic of kind of comms working alongside marketing departments how important would you say it is as somebody who goes in there and tries to kind of transform these two? Do you work so when you guys go in you work Mm. With comms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Someone came in here. Comms is yeah. within marketing yes. often. Um, often, yeah. But certainly when we work with marketing organisations, we absolutely involve comms. They develop a plan around whatever change we, we agree that we're going to implement and develop some of the comms with them and help them every step in the way. But it's absolutely vital that they're, they're involved from the beginning. Well, I mean, I suppose the question back that I would ask is from someone who's a marketing transformation practitioner, how would you want to work with marketing transformation to manage this kind of change? I think, you know, it's an interesting question. I think a lot of people dismiss the place of culture during a time like this. So I think a clear vision is is absolutely the key thing when starting out. And I think senior leadership being able to own that and communicate that transparently and consistently. I think in this day and age, we have so many channels to communicate with to our staff. And I think being able to utilise those for different things is really important. I think you see it in a lot of organisations now. A lot of people uh, embody things like Slack and um, Facebook for Workplace. But developing a plan whereby certain things which have a certain tone go across something like Slack and then other things go across something like internal email. Whereas there are things that are really important and have a tone and a message that needs to be delivered face to face. And one of the things that I've found in comms that often gets raised is a, is a lack of face time with leadership. I think that when you are taking an organisation through a significant change that often has a lot of sensitivities, people underestimate that influence that comes from senior leadership and the guidance. And it's often something that that is pushed to the wayside. And, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to get in diaries and it's difficult to get the space but I have found that as much face time as possible it really really pays off with staff. If you were to be told tomorrow that a bunch of consultants were coming in to improve marketing at Engine 
How would you feel and how would you like to be engaged? I think a lot of that comes back to your point of collaboration. I think when you when you're steering an organization through change, you want it to be a partnership. I think it's really crucial that consultants come in and work alongside those they're moving through the change and really understand the culture. For me, previously being at Ogilvy, we had consultants that were in the company for the entire year. So you go through that process and you can understand what that culture is and and what the legacy has been and where you're moving people to. And I think somewhere like Engine, who is very much focused on being fit for the future, so long as you bring people on board and understand that you're empowering them to take the agency there, I think that is kind of the key. When we look at global marketing teams and, and the need for transformation there, there's often a question around to centralise or not to centralise. What would be kind of your argument for and against that? I think that the question is not necessarily to centralise or not to centralise. It's about making the mandate at the centre very, very clear. We've seen with some of our clients that they either have a very unclear mandate or they're trying to take more control at the center, but not communicating that. And they're wondering why they're getting so much resistance and so much tension from the regions around the globe. So in the same way that you would consider looking at the strategy and the vision or the purpose, ultimately, the roles and responsibilities within an individual marketing function, you would look very closely at that when you're talking about the relationship between a global function and their regions or satellites that they engage with. So I guess to wrap it up, looking at marketing transformation, if you had to give an elevator pitch as to why an organisation should kind of consider it, what would it be? Marketing transformation really makes your marketing efforts fit for the future and therefore makes your organisation more fit for the future. Ultimately, it helps put the right people with the right skills in the right place, working in the right way with and supported by the right technology. Thank you so much, Susie, uh, for joining us today. For those who want to learn more about marketing transformation, please do email transformation at enginegroup.com. Thank you.